This episode of the podcast brought to you by Eat Local Pizza, www.eatlocalpizzapos.com. Go now and let's build a pizza. We have all pizza cravings every day. Cravings, order online. Build your own pizza. That's possible. You First, you pick your size. Regular toppings, gourmet toppings, sides, classics, gourmet pizza. But I want to just, like, today is that kind of day, you know, that's just, Build our own pizza at Eat Local Pizza, www.eatlocalpizzapos.com. And today is the day of the pepperoni. Yes, the pepperoni pizza, Eat Local Pizza. Oh, anything you like, but sometimes it has to be plain and simple. And that's the pepperoni pizza. Nice and easy. It comes in all sizes and it's available. The best of the best. Eat local pizza. Walleye 2020 approved. 767 Call now. Eat local pizza. This is the Michael Laded episode 163. To night with me the one and only please folks give it up to ryan make it Ooh, slide that music in there ryan is in the house tonight in the studio oh. Woo. ryan how you doing i'm great how are you i'm fantastic thank you for having me It's an honor, you know, you, I've met you, I was like the total, like, loser. No. <laughs> I felt like it. You know, uh, Comic Con 20, summer 2019? 2019, September 2019. Yeah. ThunderCon. Yeah, we were there with Aspa the Giant, Logan and the 3D printer. That's right. Yeah, and you know, you were right there. You were, we were right by the stage, you were one table off. There was another lady there with mm, lots of things, and then there was... Was it the book binder? I think she, there was there, there was some cool stuff there. It's like absolutely amazing. And, and I just have to say, mm. shout out to Eat Local. Yeah, Ooh. superb, superb, great. Yes. Which one is What? your favorite? Like, do you have a favorite? Is yeah, that... the chicken Caesar. Damn it! Everybody's talking about this. You got to try it. Yes, it's I, so good. I never had it. I got to pick it up. I, I guess we it. have to have a taste test. We do, we do, we do. We have to bring in uh, Eat Local. Can you, uh, like, call now and set that up? Thank you. <laughs> Yo, Jim, if you're listening and watching, I know you are. <laughs> Hook us up. Yes. Now we we buy it. Yeah, we buy, buy it. And then, you know, like, I like I get to the menu, and then it's like, oh, let's try something new. And then I'm like, oh, sausage pizza. And then uh, that goes to sausage pizza. At the very least, if you're going to try a different pizza, then get the Caesar salad. Uh, that's a good way of compromise good, so that yeah. you don't if you don't want the chicken caesar pizza mm -hmm. you could do whatever pizza plus the caesar salad yeah what about the butter chicken one i haven't tried it you haven't tried it no and uh, i love butter chicken so ooh, yeah so yeah. you you are like me you you know your favorite and then you stick with it or mm. are you yes yeah yeah i am very much like that there's mm -hmm. once i find it i don't feel the need to i mean i'm adventurous but yeah When I find my favorite, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah, I love that. I've, you know, we we talked. You came across. You came over to us. You introduced yourself. You know, you have that presence around you. You like this huge. I want to like I want to like bear or animal, but it's like you have this. You have a really. You have a presence around you. Thank you. And you know, you you are you 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 share. Your life of everybody in that way when you were there. It's like I saw you. You just like people go by your store or the area, and it's just like you connect with people. I enjoy talking to people. Mm. I love talking. Um, <laughs> I do. I <laughs> I talked all day today, and uh, <laughs> yes, I'm talking me. again tonight. Yes. So that's good. It's, I don't mind. Yeah. But no, I people are. I I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy sharing. Um, I had this conversation today training a new staff member and uh enthusiasm is infectious i find and it's always yeah the best to talk to people who are really enthusiastic and gets you excited even if you're not really excited about what they're talking about but sometimes you can't help but be really excited i agree with that why do you think that is why do you think as like people that it falls like into into you i think sometimes people are so self-conscious And uh, maybe not willing to open themselves up for fear of being judged or 
being thought of as as weird or whatever. So the way I do it is I I don't really care about that, and I am who I am, and I be who I am, mm-hmm. and then that way, it, I hope that it kind of shows people that they can be that way too. Yeah, because don't pretend to be someone you're not. Just be who you are and mm-hmm. and, and own it. Yeah, that's like the hottest time in high school, right? Well, it's funny you should say that because that was sort of, you know, for a while I was like, oh, do I let on that I'm a huge geek and that I love Star Wars and comic books and and all of these geeky things. And Mm. when I got over that and realized that it doesn't matter what people think, uh, it was like a weight lifted and it just was a whole new experience because now I could just do me, be me. It's so powerful. It is. It's yeah. liberating. Yeah. When, once you don't give a shit anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's, is that hard for you? Is that easy? Is, do you still have days where you, you know, you maybe you look at your Instagram and you say, you know what, this post, uh, I thought this is going to go viral tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that, that's another subject that uh, we could talk about. But uh, I'd be lying if I said that there's times where I'm, Oh, what is someone going to think or what, what happened, you know, mm. but generally speaking, I don't really care. Okay. However, when it comes to art making and being creative, I do that for me first and foremost. That's nice. And that has yeah. to be that way, doesn't it? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. I don't, I don't make art for, I don't, when I'm making something or painting or drawing or doing what I do, I'm very rarely ever thinking what can I do to make this sell or what can I do to make this appealing? I, that doesn't interest me. I do what I do. And if someone likes it, great. If someone doesn't like it, yes. that's fine. It's no, no skin off my back, but pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It relieves that pressure and I don't have to worry about it. Tell me about your logo. The spiral. Um, it's okay. Only Cody Fraser knocks it off. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Cody Fraser. Yeah. Um, so I can, the spiral is something that's very special to me because it appeared in so much of my art through art school, mm-hmm. um, sort oh. of organically when I went to Lakehead and a lot of my artwork just, they, they keep popping up and, uh, part of it is because of my affinity for nine inch nails, you know, mm-hmm. I, like, come on, I'm wearing the shirt right now. I like it. it's yeah. uh, my favorite band of all time. Hugely influential uh, to me and my art and my creativity. And it just kept, you know, downward spiral. It kept appearing. And I realized when I was trying to make a logo for myself to brand myself, you know, I tried all the different, you know, maybe my initials or maybe like a caricature of my face. And I just kept going back to the spiral. And I have pages and pages of notebooks uh, in my my sketchbook of different spirals that I drew. And that's the one that I landed on. And uh, I feel it represents me and can we pull this up can we see it on the on the screen just like i'm sure everybody knows it but there it is there it is yeah i'm thinking of doing it as a t-shirt i think it'd look really cool on a black t-shirt yeah and we'll see maybe maybe i will merch drop next week it's happening yeah check it out (laughs) follow him now (laughs) rymac.ca i love that you know it's for me it's like the milky way and, oh yeah, you know, like a galaxy. It's like a very. It's a shape of like, uh, who did like all? Who likes round stuff? Nikola Tesla. Mm-hmm. You know, like his favorite object was a sphere, 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 How, sphere. However, they say that in English. I don't know. Mm. To me, I see it as, uh, you know, where when Trent Reznor sings about the spiral, it's the downward spiral and uh, you know spiraling out. Oh. I see it for me as a creative maelstrom. And it's all of my inspirations and I'm very passionate about the things that I'm, that I love. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different influences on me and my artwork and my photography and my writing that the spiral kind of embodies to me that mix and that swirling of different things that kind of makes me and influences me. So like life. Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 I I get that. I understand that too. Let's look at the golden, golden. Yeah, Nikola's Nikola Tesla's uh, golden sphere. Mm. It's in a museum in Belgrade. In Belgrade, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's favorite physical shape. Yeah, round. 
Even though like everything is not round really, right? As I think even the earth is not round completely because it always gets pulled. You scared me for a second. <laughs> I was th- I was like, "Oh god, are you going to go flat earth theory on no, us?" I just here? wanted to do another pluck like for it, eat local pizza. Right. <laughs> <laughs> round like a pizza. <laughs> yes. No, but it's like, you know, you would think it's perfect, but I don't know. I've never seen it with my own eyes. But I think like with the magnetic field it pulls and pushes. Yeah. And then I think you're right. It's not a sp- perfect sphere. It's a uh, like a uh, an oblong, egg? No, not an egg, yeah. but you know, yeah. a little warped, I guess. Yeah. Like, you, I used to have chickens in in the country. I used to live there, you know, and we we had six, and we lost one. The fox ate one. We had oh, five. Geez. And once in a while, we get that egg that is sort of like big don't, egg. Don't know where it came from. <laughs> the ostrich down the road. I feel so bad for the chicken. Oh, you no know, kidding. they they produce it and it comes out, and then it's a double double yolk or triple yolk. Oh wow, wow! Those are the those are the days. Good omelets. Oh man, yeah, yeah. You like your eggs? Real creamy. I do. Yeah, yeah. I like eggs. Actually, I make a uh, my great grandmother. Uh, I have her recipe for frittata, what? and I make it every Christmas, uh, and it's sort of my tradition that i do i don't you know i enjoy cooking i don't do a lot of cooking but that's one thing that i do every single year and i make this and it's really good it has sausage and bacon and ham and eggs and yes fennel is the secret ingredient fennel Mm. seeds so if you don't like that licorice flavor it's not for everybody but it for me it just sets it off it's very italian it is italian i like fennel i eat fennel raw oh yeah delicious i i you know i i was at bites in the back room on a break and i had like sliced up fennel and i was eating it and somebody walked by and said why are you eating it raw is that like is that like because the person didn't know is it very unfamiliar they probably just didn't know because i mean as far as i'm aware like especially in italy like eating raw fennel is like eating raw celery yeah it's licorice flavored celery really it's It's, the same texture and consistency it's perfect it's like it in a little olive oil it's like black sambuca (laughs) oh yeah yep delicious oh it makes a really great salad with uh oranges and grapefruits and mm. red onion true it's fantastic yeah lucas is a vegan oh nice mm-hmm. he knows his vegetables yep <laughs> love my vegetables <laughs> that's good i picked i you know i brought to work today I, I went to work today and packed i pack always my own lunch but i'm very like i'm very progressive i think that's the right word mm. and you know i i usually bring the chili can Okay. The Silverado, and you know, uh, it's just like beef and chili. It's really good. It's easy. I don't yeah. have a lot of time because I do a lot of things. And then I grabbed the wrong one. It was just vegetables. And I was oh. like, fuck. <laughs> what do you mean? That sounds delicious. <laughs> but there's milk powder in it, though. Oh, f- yeah. Fuck that, Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, you know. Are you exhausted after like two days of Sandakan? Are you exhausted or are you like, are you good? I'm both. I'm exhausted, but also exhilarated and fulfilled. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm a very people person and I love talking and I love being social, but I think everybody has a limit mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Um, Especially having gone through, you know, 18 months of this pandemic and being mm-hmm. alone and, or, you know, my wife and I hold up in our house and everything. So I think if I had to do a ThunderCon type thing now, mm. I'd probably be done because I'm just not used to mm-hmm. to that. It's It's been so, like, we, we've just started going to... Craft, right? Family, family things. Oh, family things. You too. know. Yes. And I just started up at uh, the Thunder Bay Country Market. Oh yes, you did. I was uh, I invited. Merkel nerd, Merk, 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 Merk. Brian Kyle invited me to join them. You should pull up that uh, comic book book cover he just. Dropped. Oh yeah, Merk's latest uh, weird yeah. tales of Thunder Bay. Yeah, it's should, brilliant. It's like you know, there's a way of communication that he does in that cover that I appreciate, and he nails it. Mm-hmm. He nails it. But yeah, so the guys have been uh, kind of asking me to join them, and I said, yeah, you know what? They made some really good points, and I was worried about me being able to commit to it, and and it's worked out so far. And mm-hmm. how many be how many weeks? Two, three now? 
it's been a few weeks. I've only worked one shift so far, but this, not this Saturday, the next Saturday, I'll be at the market. So if you want to come chat. Yeah, second floor, right? Yeah, second floor. Yeah. It's the Weird Works studio booth. Ooh. Very cool. I've been there. It's nice. Yeah. It's like, you know, you if you find a lot of inspiration there. We we painted uh, we painted the booth up, and then Merck made a whole bunch of uh, cool podiums and tables, and we it's all have... It's on his profile. Sorry. Yeah. It's on his profile if you want to see it. Or... Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Right, I don't Mac. remember how to spell. Yeah, there it is. Merkinot. M-E-R-K. Uh, okay. That's me. There it is. <laughs> there you go. And there is the Chilling Tales of Thunder Bay. There it is. So you do you know more about that than I do? Oh, there's that's yeah, yeah that's show that, the place. That's the first. booth. Yeah, that's the, the booth. booth. Yeah, funny. Uh, oh, right next to cooking stuff. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my nice. girl or my ex girlfriend used to have a booth right across from them. Oh, cool. At uh, Superior Olive Oil. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Cold pressed only. Yes. That's the good stuff. That's for your, good stuff. For your heart. Yeah. You put that in your Italian food, I guess? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Olive oil. Yeah. Olive oil. Bathe in it. Screw the canola oil. No, you don't use that. No. That's poison. No. It's not good. Well, I mean, it, it has its certain purpose, but... <laughs> yeah, for making great chili oil. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that I eat every day. Actually, I got to make a new batch. Perfect. Chili? Of chili oil. Oh, you starting your own hot sauce? No. No, I'm not. You would, what would you call it if you do a hot sauce? Well, that's a good question. I have no idea. I'd have to. I'd have to sit and, and think about that. I think there's a new hot sauce being released by one of the Mexican restaurants in town. Yeah, they just partnered with Norteños. Uh-huh. Uh, I forget what the name is though. Yeah, can you look that up? Yes. Yeah, I know you're a busy man tonight. Holy shit! <laughs> do you like hot sauce? I know we talked about hot once, and you said you 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 wouldn't go, right? This is kind of a joke with uh, my wife and I. Is that I feel like I can handle my heat better because I've been watching hot ones. Yes. There's no scientific basis for that whatsoever. Yes. Watching hot ones on YouTube does not make you more able to handle. No. hot foods it's not like cold shower when you watch somebody's jumping in the cold water it's not the same no it's not the same because then i'm like oh yeah i can handle that and then i try a hot <laughs> wing and i'm like oh my god what have i done yeah um, i love it but i can't handle it and i think if i could handle it more i would eat more of it mm-hmm. but i know that the more you eat the more resistant you are to the heat it's true it's like training it is like training because yeah. then i went a while without having much and then i went back and was like hey now all of a sudden this hot so sauce spicy? is really spicy yeah why is that so, <sighs> yeah, there it is. Hold my beer hot sauce. That's, kind of, that's a good name. Like Very that. cool. Yeah. There. Wow. Yeah, that's a whole lot of jalapenos, or not jalapenos, uh, habaneros. Oh, man, today is going to burn, but this one's for you guys. That's yeah. spicy. Yeah. Pushing the limit, I guess. I watched once this YouTube video of like actually like I think it was for KFC Neistat and they bought this hot chocolate. Oh, and it was spicy like, hot chocolate. Yeah, spicy hot chocolate and it was like really spicy hot chocolate. So speaking of spicy hot chocolate, last Christmas I bought uh, at when I went to Tomlin, I bought a. It came with an orange mug, heartbeat hot sauce mug, yeah, yeah, and yeah. two bottles of their spicy hot chocolate mix. Ooh. Oh, nice! It oh. was so it was good. good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just like a really nice amount of heat, mm. that uh, chili aftertaste after drinking the hot chili. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Yeah, that's what I really like about Heartbeat is like they don't go overboard, but when they want to make something spicy, it's still like tolerable. Yeah, even Heartbeat's spiciest, which is the Scorpion, is a little too spicy for me, but I still love it because it tastes freaking awesome. Yeah, that's like my mild. Oh, my God. Man, I put it in ketchup, and then it's my mild. Do you put the bomb insanity on stuff? And I think? haven't. No, I I have had that the last time I was at El Trez. There you go. Thank you. Um, when we were there, when they were butchering their pigs, okay. Al had a bottle and let me try some, and mm. it was good. Well, it, it, it tasted awful, but like the heat was like, okay, okay, I can handle this. Because I've heard it referred to on the show as tasting like battery acid, and yep. I wonder why anybody would put that on a wing. It does. Why not? But it's it's nice and spicy. Not? Yeah, too yeah. spicy for me. Yeah. Too spicy for me. Just have that whipped cream ready, 35%, right next to it. 
Or if you watch the Gordon Ramsay episode, you just squirt lemon juice into yeah. your mouth like an like a weirdo, and I don't know. Like Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay still selling me his masterclass every day on Instagram. Oh, nice! I'm on his algorithm. I told him to fuck off. <laughs> it's like what the heck? You and told then, Gordon, I, and then yeah, all those ads stopped. So wow, oh, suck one, Gordon. You blocked him? No, I told him to, to get fucked, and I and got that was it. Yeah, that was it. You like you you talked on his level. And see me, on yeah. the other hand, I subscribed to Masterclass. You did. And I did. And I've been working through the Neil Gaiman Masterclass. He's he's one oh, of nice. my heroes. Neil Gaiman is... Uh, Tell me about it. Oh, man. So Neil Gaiman teaches the art of storytelling. Okay. And it's just beautiful. I've been, I've been saying that I want to write a book and that I got a book in me. And now this is sort of an incentive to kind of go and, and, and do it. And I, it's one of those things where... You could just watch the videos on Masterclass, and that's him, Neil Gaiman, yeah. my hero. He's Canadian? No. No, he? he's British. Oh. Yeah, but he makes things up. He writes things down and get back to a small, got back to a small son. Okay, yeah. whatever. Family. Right? They were separated during the pandemic, and then. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. That must be, that must be tough. Yeah. He was Holy on the Isle shit. of Skye. His wife and son were in New Zealand. Holy shit. Yeah, lots of stuff. That's harsh. Yeah. But, uh, so what I've been doing is, is following along with the actual workbook and doing the writing lessons along with watching the videos mm-hmm. because if you just watch the videos it's kind of like expensive youtube and i feel like this master class thing is something where if you what you're going to get out of it what you put into it yes so if you just watch it it's like watching a youtube tutorial it's always true for anything in life yep, yep. i do the same thing with chess right with youtube videos watch so, them and then so i'll watch youtube videos <laughs> yeah. on chess and i'll make i'll make notes on like this is like this position this kind of the right. idea you want to go for okay yada 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 gotcha yeah did you watch the queen's gambit because i that did because that's uh that's that was what really started my oh netflix chess yeah. addiction yeah fantastic they just won a couple of wars didn't they yeah they also got sued by a lot or by uh oh, yeah. one of the female grandmasters that they reference in the show mm. Why? They, she got or she sued them for i think it was 50 mil oh wow mm, that's pocket change right uh okay. because they made some like derogatory comments in the show about her so right mm. i heard something about that there's something about her being like loose I don't know. Oh, weird. Ooh, wow. yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I tried chess when I was small. And my dad always beat me. So I'm good. Like yeah. at chess or like physically? <laughs> <laughs> Not physical at all. No, just, just chess. Yeah. chess. So my dad did both. Okay. Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Even if the camera's on me, maybe you can switch to three, please. Then you... You, you, Ryan, you know Luke's dad. Yes, I work with Luke's dad. Mm-hmm. So that's, 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 that's like, that's a twist on tonight's show. It is a twist. <laughs> I gotta I've, watch what I say. I've heard things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, Lucas was about to walk out when you walked in. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm out. That's it for me. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've not seen the, um, that show yet. It's worth the watch. It's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I you, think did you watch it together with your partner, with your wife. Caitlin had watched it first and was like, "You need to watch this." And I said, "Really?" Because uh, I don't really care about chess. And she's like, "No, you need to watch it." And I watched it, and I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. So it's a good show. It's a oh, good it's show. Fantastic. It's only one season, but it, all you need is a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. six or seven episodes. Okay. Yeah, maybe I can convince Lisa to watch it with me. It's I, just as a side note, my whenever my wife has ever recommended anything to me ever whether it's a book, a movie, a song, a TV show, it always turns out to be exactly what, like, she knows me very well. So they, she'll be like, you right should watch all this. The time. She's right all the time. I know. Yeah, yeah quick little fact check. Netflix got sued for $5 million. $5 million, okay. That's, a, that's just a little difference. Yeah. That's one zero less. <laughs> it's only 10% of the original. <laughs> I appreciate you, you know, you made sure that the, the information is correct. Hey, I don't want to get sued by Netflix for that $5 million so they can pay that $5 million, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get the facts straight. Yeah, I'm the boss, so I would have to pay. <laughs> We're a team, Michael. Just We'd pass both it, pay. Just pass it on. Uh, two and a half mil each. Lucas, I will not pay you next month. <laughs> because I, I'm paying Netflix some money over there. Wow. Okay. Well, we, we, we got here to this show. Now I want to bring it back to Ryan and his creations. But you are all 
you are everywhere. You know, you are, and that's, I mean, this with a very respectful and like <laughs> looking up to you. You are, Thank you. you know, you take, you photography, right? You yep. take the pictures, you, you, you draw, mm -hmm. you have the art and then you, you write. I write. Yeah. How does that, like, how do you, how do you do that? <laughs> well, the writing thing, I guess I could, I could talk about is that the way that started is, um, I had read a couple of movie reviews in the Chronicle Journal or the local newspaper. And I just, I disagreed right. and was like, you know what? This is nuts. These guys don't know what they're talking about. And I kept bugging the Chronicle Journal about, mm -hmm. hey, have you ever thought about having a um, local perspective? Like how much? Like once a week? What, 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 a few times. And then back and forth. And then it was send me a sample of your writing. And I did. And then a couple of weeks later, okay, send me something shorter. Okay. And then I did. And then mm -hmm. a couple of weeks after that, okay, something relevant and new. And then I did. And then uh, one day randomly, I got uh, a call saying, oh, okay, for next Tuesday, can you have a review from a new movie that opened? Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget the very first movie I reviewed in a professional capacity as a freelance writer for the Chronicle Journal was Saw Number Seven. Oh, that and sounds good. It, it was awful. Pull it up, please. and it was oh god, and it was like it was so easy to write about because it was so bad. <laughs> And I'm like this, and I don't want to be that. Like, that's one thing I pride myself on in my movie reviews is that I, I have no interest in being a pretentious film critic. Um, I'm taking the approach of, is this a movie that I enjoyed? Why or why not? And do I think it's worth your time to watch? Mm. If it's really bad, I'll have some fun and, and whatever. But I'm more interested in talking about the like what's good about it. And because I'm an artist, first and foremost, I find I can sometimes be a little bit forgiving on movies based off of things that other people maybe don't not that they don't appreciate or don't really maybe think about so if a movie has really good production design or costumes or sets or just the artistry behind making it mm -hmm. um, i can really enjoy something even if say there's some bad performances or if the 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 plot is thin whatever I, I, sometimes i can you find it i find it and i'm yeah. like this is worth mm -hmm. noting just because of the creativity involved yeah I always wonder how they do that rating. Is it the tom Rotten Tomatoes or like the, the the grapes too or the blueberry? Rotten Tomatoes. I've been trying to become a certified Rotten Tomatoes reviewer. And I think uh, if... Just switch the, to three, please. If the paper posted my reviews on the website regularly and I could have a three-year demonstration uh, of web presence, then I would qualify. Okay. But you can't be independent? It's based off of readership. Understood. And so the readership of the physical paper isn't high enough to qualify as a print uh, reviewer, but I would qualify as a uh, like a digital reviewer or whatever you call it, um, but not because the paper doesn't post my reviews regularly on the mm. news on the website. Okay. So that's something that I'd like to change, but yeah. I have no control over that. So fun fact. Uh Saw the final chapter, aka yep. Saw Seven, has a ten percent on IMDb, <laughs> and it's so bad that you can't, you can't even access the, get review. the reviews. <laughs> oh my god! Server not found. It's, yeah, it's, I don't blame them. It's been that. deleted. It's, it's just get yeah. it out of my memory. Yeah. So, so that's the the trifecta, you know, artist, writer, photographer. <laughs> I can't get it. <laughs> It's, oh my that's God. so funny that's hilarious they can't do it it's gone it's just gone yeah. but it still has 10 percent. but then is that's it i don't know what that 10 percent are like what the hell they were watching because so what did you give it like it says, they said like how does your rating system i kind of do a like highly recommended or recommended i don't really have a thumbs up thumbs down type or stars or anything i, oh, I probably i like that it's been about 10 years since i've been doing it now so i feel like I don't need it at this point. Mm -hmm. It'd be too gimmicky to introduce it now. <clears throat> but uh, if it's something that I really do think people should watch, I'll say highly recommended. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow, my review coming out tomorrow will be uh, 
Star Wars Visions on Disney Plus. Oh, I still need to watch that. It is unreal. It's good. Excellent. It's good. It's nine. <clears throat> is it a uh, comic? It's nine animated short films, yeah. but each one is done by a renowned Japanese animation house. Holy shit! And so it kind of brings full circle the the fact that George Lucas and Star Wars is like inspired so heavily by uh, samurai and Akira Kurosawa movies. Mm. And then these animators, in turn, were heavily inspired by Star Wars, so now they're bringing it full circle back into the Japanese culture and Japanese influence, and it's just wild. Like, the animation alone, the artistry is just phenomenal. I'm looking forward to it, because all that uh, John Favreau and, um, what's his name? Dave Filoni. Yeah, everything they've touched so far has been excellent. Yes, Mm. really good. So I gotta check it out. I got Disney Plus. Oh, watch it. With the kids. Yeah. You you got to do it like uh, start from the beginning and watch all the way through. So original trilogy, like one Clone night. Wars, Clone Wars animated series, and then get into everything Ooh, else. You got a question? Oh, Ooh, Jeff is in the house. What new films are you looking most forward to? Well, I know that one. Can I? Can I yep. guess? Guess Dune. Yes, one hundred percent Dune. I am so excited. Uh, Denis Villeneuve is one of my. Uh, new favorite movie directors of all time blade runner 2049 i thought was an absolute masterpiece that was great so good um also bond no time to die james James bond i mean i feel like we've been waiting for that movie for three years um just kept getting pushed back and pushed back Mm -hmm. um those are kind of the the two big obvious is that his last one it's daniel craig's last yeah one. yeah it is eh? he's yeah. out after that one he's it. out after that you feel how do you feel about that i really like daniel craig but i also think there's room for a new he's been there for a while he's been yeah, this he doesn't age since 2006 yeah yeah casino royale he doesn't age he's casino just royale, he always looks Solace. good uh skyfall specter and now no time to die so yeah. five bond that's films. a lot that's a lot that's i mean it's no sean, sean connery Sean Connery only did three? No, Connery did a lot. Connery oh. was the original. Okay. Now we got to fact check Bond. I know yeah, Timothy. The Jeff knows. Timothy Dalton did two. George Lazenby did one. Pierce Brosnan did four, I think. Yeah, he been he was around for a while, too. Yeah, Roger Moore and Sean Connery were the two that kind of did the most. Oh, really? Yeah. Like in the early days? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was Sean Connery. Then George Lazenby did one. Then Sean Connery came back and did one. And then Roger Moore took over. Yeah, oh, the, shit. The, the movies on you found it. Uh, Lucas, I, I went the stupid way. That's okay. And, um, that, that's okay. Yeah. James Bond. My uh, my uncle John would uh, when I was very young. He would put on the Bond movies for me, mm. and so that's where. You know, it's it's actually kind of a, as an interesting aside. Each one of my uncles has had an influence on me in in different ways, and my uncle John got me into, you know, James Bond, Indiana Jones, Nine Inch Nails, like so music. Yeah. And then my uncle Dave was comic books, Batman, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin. That <laughs> yes. was my uncle Dave. My uncle Paul, he's like the tech guy and the Mac guy, mm-hmm. and you know his musical tastes were a bit different than mine, but uh, it, it's just kind of kind of interesting to look at that and see how i love that when i was brought up as a young kid what stuck with me the influence yeah, yeah i remember playing like astronaut fighting with my uncle paul downstairs mm-hmm. and i had a cool space jacket that my grandparents got me at kennedy space center oh, so what? naturally i had to run downstairs and just like yeah. attack my uncle paul yeah 100 yeah and then my uncle john put me in a box like an apple box i sat in it and he glued these styrofoam pieces to it and put sparklers in it and it was skeletor's war chariot and he lit the sparklers and then the box caught on fire so he had to pull me out and uh yeah wild stories i'm telling you wow so sean connery was in six six bonds okay no he told me there we go. Yeah, that's yeah. like the most ever. Yeah, from Russia with love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, and Never Say Never Again. Mm. Who's your yeah. favorite James Bond character? Like, out of the, like, is there one that stands out that, like, you like, like, of the bad guys? I wanted to talk about the bad guys. Oh. Like, who was, like, who was your favorite bad guy? I mean, guy? Blofeld is pretty classic. He's, like, the the main kind of arch villain i always like jaws the guy with the metal teeth yeah well, you know how we call him in german what? they trans they transfer it differently they call him the biter 
the biter. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. Yeah, they don't call him Jaws. They call him the biter. So in one of them, he he bites through. Just switch, please. He bites through the uh, steel cable from the cable car and just like rips yes, into it. Yes, he does. And I was reading that was actually braided black licorice. So oh, like a whole bunch dang. of black Twizzlers. And so wow. when he bit through that steel cable, he was just biting licorice. That's like full circle. Back to the fennel. Back to the fennel. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, I always like Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. Max. No, not Max Shrek. That's Christopher um, Walken. From Max, Zorn. Max Zorn. Max mm. Zorn. Yeah, there we go. You got you pulled it up? You sure? Oh, I did. Oh. But... Yeah, 1985. Wow. That's wow. You weren't even born then, Lucas. Nope. Nope, I was not. I was two. I was like... Two years old. I was one. One. Wow. Wow. Go. Holy shit. <laughs> Crazy how time flies. Yeah. 84, eh? What a year to be alive. 85, actually. No, that's my birth year, Oh, your, yeah, your birth year. <laughs> that was a good year. 84? 84. Thank you. Yeah. What happened in 84? Uh, mm. George Orwell. Yeah. Mm. Big brother. Yeah. Okay. That's oh. all I know. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Like, do you, would you compare that to the animal farm? Is that comparable? Animal Farm and Big Brother is the same? Animal Farm was one book. Big Brother was from the book 1984. 100%. I both loved both of those books. That mm-hmm. was rare instances where books I read in high school that really stuck with me. Yes. Yeah, we did Animal Farm on in the high, in school, yeah. like grade 10 or 9. And then the other one I, I've never read. Yeah, I've missed out on both. I did Catcher in the Rye instead. I also did Catcher in the Rye and Great Gatsby. I took a ton mm. of English classes, so I got a few. And I actually was i was one of the few people that, like, really enjoyed Shakespeare right. as well. I also never read Hamlet. I did, oh. uh, I, we did Oedipus instead. Mm. We, we did Goethe. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Goethe. Goethe. I don't know Goethe. G-O with the two dots on top. T-H-E. He's, like, one of the... Oh, oh yeah! Now I see it in print. I, yeah. yeah, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. He's one of the most, uh, I guess, most influencers in around that time. Awesome. If you would say that as an influencer, yeah, that would be an influencer. Right? Influencer, yeah. I guess that. I guess retroactively yeah. applying the term. Yeah. yeah. Poet, playwright, novelist, mm-hmm. scientist, statesman. Seventeen forty nine till eighteen thirty two. That's a pretty long life around that time. Yeah. That's over. Yeah. That's like eighty four years. Wow. Holy shit. Have you ever read Beowulf? Beowulf. It sounds familiar. Beowulf. It's one of the classic... Um, Wagner? No. Uh, it's it's a authorless legend tale. Oh, uh, they made a movie out of it? They've made movies. Um, I could. It was an English poem. Old English epic. Ah. Oh, you got to read Beowulf. Okay. It's good. There's a really good translation. I think Seamus Heaney did a good uh, mm. translation of it. Ah. And uh, it's sort of the classic, you know, um, you, fight, you know, Grendel. Have you heard of Grendel? Mm-hmm. Beowulf and Grendel. Yeah. Uh, he's, Beowulf is the, the, the warrior hero mm-hmm. and saves this uh, Nordic uh, village from Beowulf the monster. And, uh, he's a monster. Yeah, there's a movie about it with Angelina Jolie as the, uh, as the mother. Uh, yep. Grendel's mother. It was uh, animated. Robert, Robert yep. Zemeckis, I think. Yeah. I think it was I a, watched the opening and it's like a blood slaughter. Yeah, but you know he got really into that motion capture, ah. so it's like live actors, but it's all CG over top of the live actors. Ooh. And uh, Neil actually Neil Gaiman wrote the screenplay for it. There, ah. Yeah, so it's holy shit! You circle. good with those circles? Full circles. Holy shit! Yeah, Ryan knows how. Not Ryan. You need to have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you maybe been thinking one about day. that. I've thought about it. I don't yeah. know what I talk about. Yeah, Anthony so Hopkins things. is in there. Like movie too. reviews. Yeah, I could do movie reviews. You could, could do, do art. that. I, I could. Yeah. I like being guests on, on I like coming and chatting and this. That's... This is really fun for me. I like this. Okay, good. So thank you again. I, hey, my honor. It's, this is all on like, I'm thankful to you, for you to be here. Holy. Wow. And if you want to go to another full circle, so mm, it's, my it's friend. Let's bring on uh, those full yeah. circles. So one year for my birthday, my friend Chris bought me a he ordered it online it was an autographed a di- like copy of a, a sandman comic book by neil gaiman mm. ramadan it's a very like prominent issue with a lot of prestige 
and the cover of Ramadan has um, Morpheus's Morpheus Dream, the main character, the Sandman. It's his face in in shadow, and I uh, see Lucas has yeah. See if he finds it. Yeah, Ramadan. He gets a promotion if he finds it. Yeah, there it is. That one there. So you get promoted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this issue, the edition that, like, it's that exact comic book. Okay. That my friend Chris bought me. What? But it's autographed by Neil Gaiman. Wow. And on the eye that's in shadow, Neil Gaiman drew a spiral in silver marker. No shit. Yeah. So this one? That exact. Yeah. So the other eye, the one, the eye over. Okay. Oh, there he drew a spiral yeah. wow. and then signed it. That's pretty cool. Which is really cool. So again, spirals, they've just popped up in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about a new tattoo and I feel like maybe now the spiral, maybe I need to get a spiral tattooed somewhere. Do it right on your elbow. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Elbows that would hurt, place, man. <laughs> that would hurt. That would but hurt. But it's worth it. Nothing hurts know. like a head tattoo. I tell you. A head tattoo? I can imagine. Man. Like yeah. this was like, this was easy. Like, wow. Well, Do you? This Do you was, have any here or here? No, it's just around here. But this was the worst was just the knuckle. But like it's still a knuckle compared to the head was like whatever. Yeah. yeah the armpit really hurts too. Yeah. My buddy has a tattoo all up his side. Yeah, I have said. I have one that goes right into my pit. Ooh. And it sucks. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. Oh, I also have my ribs healing. done. But I've heard that hurts as well. I fell asleep. It was fun. Yeah. Good for you. You're yeah. not allowed to sleep when you get a tattoo, right? And you get in trouble. Apparently, yeah, I did. I was comfy. <laughs> yeah, I meditated this time. I was just like, "That's nice. <laughs> it's good. It's nice." See, my problem yeah. is I I know so many different tattoo artists that I would love to have work like have their work done yeah. on me. That's actually my next pro like sleeve project I have in the works. Get one from a bunch of different people. <clears throat> yeah, so I have a general theme. Yeah. Which is nostalgic characters eating nostalgic foods, okay. and I kind of want to do it like a like a sticker collage, so everybody's like gonna have their own little piece. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Like, who would like like? Can you tell me about uh, like, Josh Hill is on board? Okay, almost everybody at uh, Red River Trading Company. So Micro. Well, like, like, what character would you pick? Well, I have a whole list that I haven't. Can switched you, over to my phone but like once like crash bandicoot mm-hmm. eating uh, or double fisting pizza pops okay thank you uh i have another th- the one that started it was uh i'm gonna have an ewok eating a bowl of noodles out of a stormtrooper helmet that's mm-hmm. perfect yeah. i like that one <laughs> yes so, of course you do yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah kylo ren with burritos brilliant yeah wow. i'm looking forward to it what about some sauerkraut and bratwurst sausages uh that sauerkraut i forget who it is i think it might be uh the terminator no i mean it's not quite the same i have to look at my list but sauerkraut is on there yeah terminator would probably eat spratchel 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 yeah but it's like ironic too like uh one of them is like the warriors from that 1970s like yeah they're gonna be eating uh chicago style hot dogs because they're from coney (laughs) island so it's like ironic little Mm. You you, right, you, know about, yep. you you know about those hot dogs? Those Chicago? Yes. You do? Ooh. I I know about you are educated. So they <laughs> I don't remember what they are, but uh f- friends of ours we would go to their Super Bowl party every year. I'm not a football guy at all, but we would go because yeah, once you know, a year, whatever. Right? Why not? But what they do is they would theme the food that they would make based mm. off of the teams that are playing. That's so one brilliant. year it was hot dogs and it was Seattle dogs. Like Seattle style hot dogs versus, I think it might have been Seattle Seahawks versus Chicago. Does that make sense? I don't follow football. I don't even remember. I don't know. It would have been a few years. Either way, it was two different football teams and each one had a themed hot dog. Yeah. And it was unreal. Did the hot dog win and the team won at the same time? I just ate both of the hot dogs and really enjoyed it. I don't even remember who wins, who yeah. won. I, I just, yeah. I like the commercials and the movie trailers and. Yeah, that's and the company. Do they ever do Star Wars commercials on there? They do sometimes. Eh? Yeah, they they did like the R two D two, Last Jedi, and like yeah. when the movies were coming up. That was the big, yeah. you know, spend all kinds of money to play your commercial on on the Super Bowl. It's what an exposure, yeah. man. Yeah. For those that don't know what a Chicago style hot dog is, mm. there it is. Which one? There's so many. They're Delicious. all they're all Chicago style. Okay, sure. Yes. Thank thank you, Lucas. 
You're welcome. I love that you give us a variety of everything, of the same. You're welcome. I, that's this is like. It's top well, quality production. It is. All of the good podcasts that I listen to or watch on YouTube, there's always a guy like Lucas that's there yeah, but that does Lucas. all of this and brings things up. Yeah. and Like, hey, look at this. Lucas is the best. Lucas yeah. is better than Jamie. Let's not go there. Yeah, we yeah. go there every episode. Well, tomorrow when I go to work, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I tell your dad. I'll be like, you know, <laughs> that Lucas, he's a nice boy. Nice. He did a real good job. Oh, that's heartwarming for me. Thank you. And then Roman will say, bah. It's like, I don't know. He didn't cut the grass today. <laughs> Left the kitchen a mess. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Call him, Chad. Yeah. Oof, so. Okay. You like potato salad? I do like potato salad. Mm-hmm. I like my mom's potato salad. Yeah. It's good. Like, what is your mom's potato salad? I, like? I have no idea, but it's delicious. Oh, it's a It's secret. just a good thing. Yep. Mm. Um, okay. I love yeah. that. Just checked if there's more comments, but at the moment not. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. So, if you would have to pick one of the three, what would what you what would you pick? Like writing, art, photography. Um, you know what? I think for me, art is first and foremost Ooh, my that's really? my that's my real passion. But I mean, I consider photography and writing art forms. So art and creativity is my thing. Mm. Um, I went to art school. Like yeah. I went to Lakehead. I, you did, eh? I did the four-year honors Bachelor of Fine Arts. When did you decide to do that? Right after high school? I did. I went right. So Holy. What I wanted to do is my ultimate dream job still is to this day uh, to become a movie director. Oh. But I always said I wanted to direct movies like Tim Burton and James Cameron, who are both artists first. And there you can tell... Um, I didn't want to make movies that were just straight storytelling. I wanted to do stuff that's more creative Um, and, and tactile, I guess. Um, so I went to art school, so I thought I'll go to art school first and then I'll go to film school. I fell in love with art and art making. And then in my fourth year, I kind of panicked and didn't know what to do. So I did teacher's college. And uh, at LU as well. So I did the one-year program. Yeah. And then I transitioned right out of uh, out of my fifth year of university to a job with the Thunder Bay Catholic District School Board and oh. taught for four years. Wow. Um, it didn't work out in my fourth year. Things I just couldn't land that elusive contract job despite teachers really liking me and I was doing a good job, but it just there was just no work. Yeah. And so I that's when I ended up work, getting my gig at the LRCA where I've been for 10 years. Lake is that, what is that short? That's uh, Lakehead Region Conservation Authority. So go. that's my day job. I'm the communications manager there. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell. What? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this pre-show. I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah, just enjoying just, the moment. Just bugging. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully, uh, and I've been with the LRCA for 10 years now. So thankfully with my job at the LRCA, wow. I've been able to do graphic design and photography and and writing different not creative writing but writing period yeah which kind of helped sustain me but if i'm being perfectly honest um to go to go from four years of my life where my work was to create art and then immediately have that go to well now that can just be a hobby and that was a tough pill to swallow and i went about 10 years almost a decade without doing any serious art making at all and i started to get quite depressed about it like really it was really affecting me and it was and um i was talking to my counselor and uh, i'm a big advocate for for counseling and uh i like that it's helped me out since i was 16 years old i've struggled with anxiety and uh Mm -hmm. uh, panic attacks and so it's a big big part of what's made me be able to function as a human is is counseling yes and she said well you know what why don't you make something new for your next session. And I said, okay, I can do that. And ironically enough, I did a, a Lionel block cutting print of a, of a spiral uh-huh. and I got hooked. I'm like, Oh my God, it just, I could literally feel this creative energy coming back into me. Wow. And so what I did, that was October. That was like end of September, 2017. So I thought I need to, I need to do this. So on October 1st, 2017, I started inktober. 
which is a drawing yes. ink challenge. Every fucking day. Yeah, every day for the month of October. Yes. And I did it every wow. day, 31 drawings in a row. Mm-hmm. And I was so hooked. I'm like, I can't stop. So what I did was I came up with a drawing challenge for November, which turned into Ninvember. So what I did is I made a 30-song playlist of my favorite Nine Inch Nails songs, and I just started, and every single day I'd listen to the song, pick out a couple of lyrics that spoke to me, and that was my source of inspiration. So I'm not like drawing the song per se, but more like using it as a kickoff point. So I never had any artist's block. Every day I had something that I could pull from. Yeah, like emotion? Would you go there or just like inspiration? Both. Sometimes okay. it's literal, like I'll, there'll be a lyric that's very uh, visual and evocative and it, and it gives me an image in my head. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if it's an instrumental song, it might be the title of the song or just the way I feel. I um, do that with, with writing for the, um, you know, tonight once we wrap things up, I sit here and I, I write the description and I, I need music. Yeah, music is key. And you know, I've, sometimes it's a really late night and I would just not do it on the night off, but I do it in the morning and it, I'm not in the, same, in the same zone. You got to do it immediately after. Yes, yeah. you have to. Yeah, it's true. the same way? I am. Yeah. Uh, music, is, music has played a huge part. I'm not a musician. I don't know how to play music, but I love music. All of my artwork throughout my, like my academic work throughout university, I was constantly listening to uh tool perfect circle nine inch nails okay so spirals are coming out of everywhere and there's just so much imagery anybody who listens to those bands knows that there's a lot of evocative imagery um so my journey through getting back into art making was it was just this pent-up creative energy that just like exploded and i went uh from until just the Before the pandemic, I can honest, with all honesty, said that I say that I I did a unique work of art every single day for all of twenty seven or from October first, twenty seventeen, into twenty nineteen, wow. and uh, that's impressive. It was yeah, a ton of work, but I loved it. And then the pandemic hit, and that kind of like with many people really just threw me for a loop. Yes, pandemic is hard. Yeah, so very, I mean, very hard. not that we need to like, you know, talk and belabor the point with that, but I'm working to get back into my routine mm-hmm. and I'm going to try things a little bit differently, but I do have, I don't do Inktober anymore, but me and Merck started, uh, it's called uh, Hello Ink, like Halloween, Hello Ink. Oh. And uh, so starting October 1st, we're going to be doing another daily challenge. And what we did is we came up with a list of 31 horror movies and TV shows. I like that. And uh, no, that's definitely not it. <laughs> um, I should have a post of it in my, uh, in my feed there. If you scroll up to more recently, there you go. Uh, there it is. There you go. Pull, put that on. Halloween 2021. So on the, on the, on the 1st of October you're going to draw The Haunting of Hill House yeah I think I'm going to join in on this you should and make sure you tag the two of us and uh, we encourage anybody to, to join along I love that hit that like button and and the idea is <laughs> Wait, I got to make sure people know yeah, yeah there, there you go. go there you go support that algorithm subscribe now so you can just pick a character you like <laughs> or a scene or a You know, create a new movie poster for it. Whatever you want to do. Okay. And uh, hey, I think that's a, this is. I really like that. I like that. Jeff Morley, do you like Paul Thomas Anderson? New trailer just dropped for his next film, uh, Licorice Pizza. Licorice. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Jeff, you good? My friend, uh, my friend Tommy, Tommy Pastrami just uh, sent me the trailer to that. Pastrami's and, a good ensemble. Yeah, it's so good. Man. Um. But we uh, we were just chatting about that, and I I'm actually not a huge PTA fan. Mm. Um, What does that no, mean? Paul Thomas Anderson P- PTA. Okay, yeah, um, and I don't know why. It's just he's not. There's nothing like he, his stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, like objectively, I can say that he's an excellent filmmaker. Mm-hmm. For my own personal style, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I respect that. But I don't know. I have some weird opinions about movies and different things and sometimes people don't like what i think and i don't really care but yeah because again we you know it is what it is but uh i think um yeah 
yeah. he's PTA. He's good, but I just it just doesn't hit me the way that other filmmakers do. And I mean, yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. I like that. I I my so I have a group of heroes. Like you know, you know, some people have like they idolize sports heroes, or they have you know. Yeah. I look up to Lucas all the time. You shouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't care. Look up to who makes you happy. Oh, there, Michael. I just told you. Yeah. But no, Steven Spielberg. Okay. And I mean, I know that's kind of a safe answer, but in all honesty, Spielberg is the reason why I love movies as much as I do. Have you met him? No, Have I would you come close. No, I would die. I would just. Oh my god. Uh, but I, he still makes appearances, right? Once oh, in a he while? makes. Fantastic movies still. He's prolific and uh, still doing what he does, and he's the best. I mean, you know. You should, like, somehow get into, like, one of those uh, premieres, I guess. I would love to. And I have family that lives in Palm Springs, so oh. eh, maybe one day I'll go visit them when the pandemic's over and see if I can. Yeah. I'll be that guy. Mr. Spielberg, yeah. hey, hey you have to will you read him. my script? No, no, be, I wouldn't you, do that. You, be, you, be, you will talk to him. I, pro- I would... I often think about this, and I thought it's something that I might write about one day, uh, like an essay or something. But you know, who who are your heroes, and what would you do if you met them? And not not in a fanboy kind of gushing celebrity idolization right. way, but right. like in all honesty, what what would you talk about? Like, what would you do? What would you say? Who would you want to meet? Like I would meet The Rock. And oh yeah, he's I'm awesome. back. To, I'm back to it. Meeting him, I was on. The, I was a little bit like on the downside, but now I would meet him again. It's just like I just watched the on Netflix. They dropped uh, Keys and Hops. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so fucking good. Hob, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm just butchering it. Yeah, no, it's okay. He's not watching, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, um, I I really enjoyed that movie. Phenomenal! I loved it. Yeah. It's the best of all the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> it I don't. I still have yet to see it. It's I don't, great. Fast and Furious is a little bit too. Yeah, I love the first one. The and first one's one of my favorites. I think I watched like seven, and I I couldn't do it. He, he only made it to part seven, so he missed the last two. I guess <laughs> <laughs> there's nine of them now. <laughs> Oh yeah, my goodness. Well, well, Netflix is like behind, right? Oh, I see. Yeah, right. I think they would be because they buy the rights and then they publish. But that one was really good. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I like, but if I would have to pick, I would pick him. The Rock. Yeah. yeah. And what about yep. you, Lucas? Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, I've, it was funny because me and him, like, I started jujitsu in 2013. It was February. And then as soon as I got my first stripe, Anthony Bourdain finally uh, started jiu-jitsu. So I felt like we were kind of on the same path. That's right. And then when I got my blue belt, he got his blue belt. Mm. Like we kind of just progressing, progress the same, not knowing each other. I want to make 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 sure uh, people know that I do not you know Anthony Bourdain. You should pull it up. So his um, Instagram profile. So we make a little reel out of it because I know you like reels. Oh fuck reels! And then uh, you know, I'd be tag him, and then he's gonna comment, and he's gonna be say, "Are you the guy who didn't recognize Woodley?" And then I'm gonna say, "Yes, yes." And, um, go. so yeah, uh, but I always had this like inkling where if I ever meet him, it was gonna be at a jujitsu gym, and uh, I really wanted to spar with him. How old is he? Uh well he died. Oh no, I didn't but know. But he's 60. He died when he was 62. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's young. Yeah. Suicide in France. That's heavy too. Very. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I got nothing on that. Yep. That was his jiu-jitsu body cuz he was a heavy like eater and drinker and smoker. Mm. Started jiu-jitsu got shape. ripped. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, he got jacked. Okay. Yeah, Jack Jesus. choking people. Mm. It's it's interesting how like you know there's so much going on with people that we don't understand, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just like people make a choice and then that happens, and mm-hmm. like nobody knew, or maybe some people did, but it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, I, I think just mental health and yep, it's important, and yeah. you know usually. I've come across, you know, in a way where, like, I've I've been in that situation where I know a situation, and like, if the people who are in that situation they don't ask for help, 
in a mm-hmm. way where you you can recognize it maybe if you don't know about it right it's it's more like totally indirect they would tell you something this is this is how i feel and then you know it comes down to you to say to follow up on it and say what do you mean by that or mm-hmm. like or you call somebody who you know is very close to that person if if you are mm-hmm. not i think that's like you you i think we all as individuals have that moment where we we can be there for somebody else even if we don't know it mm-hmm. i think that goes back to sort of what uh you know meeting my heroes what i would say and i think in a lot of times it would be thank you for you know being there and for you know and i'm sure they hear this all the time from so many different people but uh you know like the music that i listen to you know if i met trent trent resner nine inch nails another one of my heroes Mm -hmm. um you know thank you for putting out your putting your creations out there because it's helped me in so many different ways on so many different levels yes everything from being there when i would go was going through bad times you know in high school and and parents splitting up and all that kind of stuff it's like i'd listen to this music and it was an escape all the way through to being so influential in my art and my artistic abilities and and my creativity and so there's lots of levels that i would say thank you for and uh and i think um same thing steven spielberg the movies that I that I watch and Neil yeah. Gaiman, the books that I read, crazy. I'm into uh, escape, um, escapism in a lot of ways. That's kind of like how I can mm. deal with and and kind of remove myself from whatever stressful situation I'm in. Uh, and then I soak up those inspirations, and then it comes out. The therapeutic, cathartic part of it is the creation of my own work. Yes. Yes. And, and that's been the best therapy, the best, um, and again, not like, you know, I go into counseling and stuff, which I'm, I'm a big advocate for, but, uh, what works the best for me, mm-hmm. talk therapy <clears throat> with a counselor and art making, Yes, just making art. It's, it's amazing how it is for everybody different. Oh yeah. Some people maybe go for a run. Yes. Some people, you know, go like, so many different things. I'm very physical. Like mm. if I don't do physical activities and like I feel it, I I know by the end of yeah. the day, I'm like, you need to go do something. It's like, it's like, eh. yeah, it's the same way as you, you know, you, you bring something out. That's how I feel when I haven't made art. Yeah. And sometimes I got to take a break, but then I feel like I kind of know when, okay, I got to. I got to do something now. Like mm-hmm. the itch is there. I got to just coming. put a piece of paper down and, and start scribbling. It's beautiful. See what comes out. What, what about those trees lately you took pictures of? Do, are trees big for you? I love trees. Um, I think uh, I, for my photography, I am a big fan of uh, nature, landscape, and wildlife. Um, I, I love that shot. Thank you. Put that on. I like For me, I can tell you, like I'm... This is life, you know? Mm-hmm. A tree is like a symbol of life. It's like a tree of life, Yggdrasil, right? Very... Right. Um, it's... it's it, Yes. and But it's like... But uh, it, this picture has that. And it's like, it's not because of like history and knowledge and like I know about that, but it's just like what it represents, mm. you know? I it's, see that. It's like, it's in the worst spot, I think it is. Like there's just stones... Oh yeah, it's growing. It's a just a testament to the power of nature, like yeah. growing out of rock. Yeah. You know, life finds a way. How like, hard is that, man? That's that's pretty metal, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, my my photography is. I enjoy capturing the world around me and the beauty of the world around me, um, and my art is my insides coming out. So it's sort of the. Yeah. So it, it, it's still, they're both art. Um, but when I, when I take photos, my subjects are, um, like, I, 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 overall, it's more of the, a representation of what I'm seeing around me. Yes. If that makes sense. Where my, my artwork is very much like what's going on inside my head. My True. representation of my internal thoughts and. True. I, I like that description, but it also reminds me of like if you capture something with your eye, it's what you see, mm-hmm. and it's it's it is in you too. You you wouldn't True. you wouldn't True. see it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But it's I I understand what you mean. 
And yeah. I, I, I respect that very much. I love that. I, um, I can't like I look up to you. I uh, true wow, you. Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 good to see how you connect with people, how it all comes together. You, you know, you. I hope you write a book. I, I, I want to. Yeah, I, I, hope. I have some stories to tell. Uh, that would be amazing, <laughs> you know. And even if it's like you could do a couple on different topics, I think there's mm -hmm. a lot to cover. Maybe an illustrated something too. I thought about that, and mm -hmm. you know, like if when I get going, because I, I love writing, but so far my writing has all been, you know, movie reviews and 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 sort of more real stuff, like not nonfiction, I guess is what I'm the term I'm looking for. But I thought if I ever got into like short stories, I would most definitely want to uh, illustrate my own yes. stories with paintings and different things. You could throughout do both, right? You could kind of combine it. Yes. Um, and the other thing that I really got into to kind of meld my photography and art together is um, I so I do watercolor paintings, Ooh. and I took my macro lens and I zeroed in on some of my watercolors and took abstract photos of my watercolors. Okay. And, uh, at some of the most, uh, the, the things that I'm, there's, there's a few of them right there. Uh, just, yeah, you can scroll through the gallery. Oh, that's the setup. So that's how I, how I did it. And, uh, I would basically just set up the tripod on the table with the camera pointing down. Um, so they're pre-existing watercolors that I painted and had already shown to the world. Yes. And what I did with the macro lens is zoom in very, very close. There we go. And just take pictures. And I just was looking for line, shape, and wow. texture. Yeah, Look there's a lot of texture in there. It's Holy. just wild. Yeah, I love that. Ooh, that looks like a planet. Mm. That's, That's one of my favorites there. Just the colors. So it was like a whole other world. It is. And it's like a, a second, third, fourth. Like I could spend an, a day taking pictures of one of my seven, seven and a half inch by 11 inch watercolor painting it, yeah. and pull out details that are just pure abstract uh, studies of color and shape mm -hmm. and line. They say, I don't know if it's also in, in, like I grew up where I grew up, they say everything in this big is also in the small. Yeah. Yeah. It might not translate properly, but it's like everything that exists in the big also exists in the small. Sure. Something like that. Yeah, hmm. I love that. Uh, it's 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 been an honor to have you on tonight. Thank you very much. I I really appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and asking me to come on. And yeah, anytime. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, we do it again. Absolutely, we, we do. You know, you you know, we bring Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, please do. Let's have a panel discussion. <laughs> yes, and just. Just like we do, like you ask a question, Lucas asks a question, then I'm just gonna sit here, and then we 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 figure things out. Perfect, I love that. Ryan, thank you so much for being on tonight. Thank you very much, Michael. I take us off the air. Hey, people, we really like that fade out, Lucas. Can you great? Uh, before you uh -oh. turn off, uh, make sure. Oh yes, make sure you're subscribing, Michael Aided Show. Follow our socials on Facebook and Instagram, Woo! and we'll see you later. Thank you. Yeah, just do it. <laughs>